Hey kiddos, Newsy's Nook is listened to all over the world, and I want to tell you about a little shop down under. My ABDL Supplies is a Sydney-based supplier for the Australian age play community. They've got everything, from onesies and passies for nap time, to shibari rope and paddles for playtime, to automatic savings on any four-pack of diapers. My ABDL Supplies has a great inventory for any kinky Aussie. Trusted for the last seven years by littles and bigs all over Australia and New Zealand, My ABDL Supplies always ships discreetly. Just for New Zealand listeners, My ABDL Supplies is giving 5% off your next order. Just use promo code NEWSYBABY. So try My ABDL Supplies, your one-stop ABDL shop. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, it's almost time for Capcom. Are you ready? This week in Newsy Snook, we are less than a month away from Capcom 2024. For all you littles, middles, and bigs out there that are going this year, this episode's for you. This week, I sit down with Capcom organizer Alexi to talk about this year's theme, new programming, and what you should consider before packing. Well, thank you, Alexi, for coming to Newsy Snook and getting us prepared for Capcom 2024. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I love to come on, and, and I'm happy to talk about it. I'm happy to have you. So this year's theme is leap year. Where did we get this theme of leap year? Well, it is a leap year. So that was the first part. Um, Check and done. Is, Perfect. <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was a thought that, you know, something that could be fun and we could do something for that was relevant to when the event was actually going on. Cause we go through that extra day, which is kind of cool. And so there's, if you may have seen it, but there's this new frog character, Skipper and, and, or Skip, something to that effect. I, the artist will make, yell at me if I get it wrong, but um, who is showing up on a bunch of art and things like that. That's the new one for this year connected to leap year. So there's going to be stuff for that. And it's definitely on shirts and things like that. And for people that don't know, if they, if they still don't know, uh, Capcom this year is February, um, 28th through March 3rd. So definitely going to hit that leap year day. Um, how cool is that? Was Because last year it kind of seemed like Capcom was a little little later in the year, more like March. So was it more intentional to have Capcom on the actual leap year day? This year, yes. We we usually, when we're trying to set everything up, we get a couple of day, like weekends and weeks and stuff that we can look at. And when we saw this, we just kind of grabbed it because we thought it would be fun And there's like a usually like within a month that we can look at for having the event. So because we don't want to mess with other events and things like that. How do you plan on incorporating this this theme of leap year into into Capcom this year? Well, there's going to be there's going to be a couple of different things. I mean, first off, of course, the art and the design. There's going to be some little things that are going to come out that I can't talk about yet. Especially, um, I recommend coming to the opening ceremony because there's going to be something new and it's going to be very fun. Uh, um, on top of that, it just, you, you will see. I can't, there's too many things I can't really talk about yet, even though we're so close. I'm very excited about. 
It's all right. Keep it all under wraps because we're all waiting and ready for it. Let's go into programming because we got, you have a ton of programming. If you've never been to Capcom, there's literally something happening at every moment. Or at least it feels like there's something happening at every moment. Let's go over the new things. Um, there's a Middles Science Fair this year, and that's new. Talk to me about the Middles Science Fair. Yeah, so the the director that runs all the middles activities and the rooms and stuff came up with this idea, and we were like, can we really do that? <laughs> and so we sat and we worked it all out. Um, it's going to take place in like the town square area, which we'll talk a little, little bit more about later, but the um, it's legitimately separated into two different kind of age groups, so to speak. It's directed towards that middle age, and they're going to, really look at science projects and little things like that. It's nothing to go crazy over the top of something to help with headspace things. So really think about that, like elementary school level science fair with the things that cannot explode because we cannot deal with that, but controlled things um, and stuff like that. So kind of in, the, in those ranges. Right. So according to the email I got, it, the judges, Projects will be judged on scientific methodology, creativity, and presentation. So when I read this, I was like, oh, like, they're serious. This is an actual science fair. However, then my brain went, wait, I'm flying from California to CAFCON. I can't bring a science project on the plane with me. So can you go into, like, what are you expecting or what are you hoping people bring to the science fair if they wanted to participate? See, that's an interesting thing. I it since it's the very first time, it's really hard to to try to grasp what people may come up with because people are so ingenuitive, and it's really fun to see what people can come up with. I mean, realistically, I, when I heard about it, I went, "Okay, this is going to be this, you know, very basic. You're going to craft something together. It's going to look like it came out of fifth grade, whatever." But I don't know. I it the the way people plan and pack and and do all this stuff it, there's a million different things that could happen i know that i've heard of people shipping things to the hotel that arrive when they get there i've heard people do things like that before so who knows and i'm actually pretty excited about it the director actually is pretty excited about it too he's already getting you know all these entries and responses and things which is pretty fun and i just can't wait to see it all set up that's, do you have to apply great. Do you have to apply beforehand to be in the science fair or can you arrive or could you like arrive the day of and be like, I'm going to be in the science fair? I'm sure you could probably work it out. I know that he's trying to set everything up ahead of time as best he can so that he can actually place everyone within the actual town square area and have tables arranged. So I would recommend responding back sooner than later. And you called him the middles director side tangent. Do you have directors for each kind of headspace? Do you have a director of like Little's headspace, Middle's headspace, and Big's headspace? I mean, kind of ish. There's like, well, it's more like a room section area. It's it's kind of detailed in, in getting to the specifics, but we because like everybody has a headspace that they gravitate to or a thing that they enjoy or a thing they want to put out and we try to put the people that have that because it's something they do in those areas because they would know better than everyone else and right. so we try to do that with everything as best we can right and this will be my second capcon and i i would say there there truly is 
on top of like the big the big top listed items of like a middle science fair and some of the other things we're going to talk about but there's also very very cool classes to go to i know one of the big classes that i went to last year just had to do with like dealing with headspace had to get in into it and it was led by this very nice i can't remember his name but he's like a psychologist psychiatrist kind of guy and mm -hmm. I just had such a great time. It opened my brain up. I, I honestly was like, if, even if I wasn't in a diaper and in PJs, I would still find this class very informative and very fun. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly who you're talking about. He's, he's very good. He's done several classes for the con and definitely knows what he's talking about, which is awesome. And um, it, it's great to see that level of things come out because we over time, we've grown into a point where there's always been really quality like classes and instructions and program stuff. So uh, that's always cool to see and to see how people connect with it. Right. And then going back to more programming, there's a space at Capcom, at Capcom called the Bottle and Cap Cabaret Showroom. What can, if people didn't discover this place last year, give a little tidbit, what happens in this room and what kind of programming happens in this room? Oh, absolutely. So that was, kind of partially my brainchild. So I'm really, really happy that it worked out last year. Um, we're fixing some of that problem of people not being able to find it. Um, you're going to see some cool signage and things that we've set up. I'm really excited for that. Um, our, our artists made a whole new logo thing and, and stuff for it. So it'll be, it'll be great. But um, the bottle and cap cabarets really think about like the adult space that's set up like the dinner lounge, the, casino the the area that like the place that the parents go to for a fancy dinner at downtown disney-esque thing that's mm -hmm. that's what that is inside the con so it's like i'm gonna drop the kid off at daycare or whatever and i'm gonna go out for an evening and that's that's what that space is it has like i said a casino night it has live shows it has um a burlesque show specifically it has um just a variety of different things that go on and it's a it's definitely geared towards the late night crowd that want to just come in and then do something that isn't like the rave or the dancing and all that stuff it's just a whole nother experience where they can just come in and, and hang out i love the detail that goes into capcon of just the idea of dropping off your kiddos at the playmat and then going and then going to this to this cabaret room and hearing and listening to a show whether it be from barry or from or from another act that's such a cool idea yeah it was it was we sat and thought about it for hours picking away at, at little things trying to figure out what to use that space for and then we came up with it we just kind of ran with it and I'm I'm really excited how it went, and I'm really excited for what it's going to be this year because we're just going to kind of expand on what we were already doing and and refine the little details. So I'm I'm really happy with it. Very cool. Let's go into. I experienced a Capcom talent show last year for the first time. I thought it was amazing. I got to see uh, my friend Pure Purebred Neon perform. It was so cool to see him perform on stage. You're telling me. The talent show is getting revamped, and now it's going to be called the Spirit of Capcom Pageant. Talk to me about that. Okay, so in its beginning, that it was a pageant, like a hardcore 
pageant you it was on the circuit you because there's apparently a circuit for littles pageants i found that out year one myself wow um didn't know that. and <laughs> i didn't either initially i was like that's a thing um but it was you did the whole shebang you did the outfits the questions the talent the whole thing and then that kind of just turned into a talent show for a while where people would just come out and compete for the talents so we decided to go back this year to more of an original format where we have a pure pageant. The, there's been applicants who came in and the, the pageant directors have been interviewing them and getting things set up. And there will be legitimately things in that which will look like, like think like a toddlers and tiaras thing. I think we were calling it tadpoles and tiaras <laughs> for, in the background because at that that's what we're going for. But you don't have, it doesn't have to be a beauty contest, right? Or, or, no, no, no. So, any, so it's still with the essence of talent. It, whatever talent you want to bring forward to this pageant, you, you can? Correct. Yeah. That's still very much, it's just kind of emulating that, that a more original format. And I know that some of it is going to be done before the actual event because they've been in contact with some of the participants. And then the rest of it will happen and still be, you know, a full-fledged show. So don't be worried about that. Who will the judges be? Because this is an important question. Because <laughs> I'm just going to say, who are the, who are the judges going to be for this pageant? All right. I, there are, I don't know them all personally, but okay. they contacted legitimate like circuit winners for other like uh for like leather competitions and things like that who will be at the con to come and judge got it okay so it won't be clap for this person clap for that person clap for this person we're actually going to have like guest judges for this pageant correct wow that's cool can people in people in people should start signing up now yes if yes. they if they haven't already done so look into it for sure 100 percent all right. And then if a pageant isn't your speed, something so last year, I'll bring up Purebred Neon again. Uh, he could, he did like an impromptu dance, uh, just in kind of like in, a, in an open space. And it seems like it seems like this year, there is a calling for attendee, attendee led events. Yeah, um, it's been it's been around for a little bit but we haven't really been able to explore it as a as a full concept until we get you know all these little bits settled and now it's really becoming more and more of of a thing because people want to do a billion different things and there's never anything that we can fully grasp or comprehend and i remember that little dance thing i i was there <laughs> and um it was exciting and it was fun and and that's the kind of thing that everyone wants to do. And so it's why not open it up to people to bring their ideas and, and new things just to make things more for them, for, for everyone, it, make things better, elevate the event to, to what they want it to be. And it's been exciting to kind of see that. And we got a lot of interest. Really? Are some stuff already like on the board, ready to go, like planned out? Yep. We, we should be, or should have, emailed them all starting last week who everyone who's applied thus far because we are working on the schedule right now 
I know everyone wants to know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. We're doing the best we can. Talking about scheduling, talk about programming, talk about classes. You know, the big thing last year was download the app, download the app, download the app. You were telling me before the interview that it might not be an app this year that you're going to find out your scheduling. How should people, once the schedule is finalized, how should people figure out when and where things are happening? All right. There's going to be a couple of different ways. One, we're going to go back to having the physical copies of the schedule again, because we had gotten some call for that. Um, we were also thinking a lot about moving around the space and always everyone's kind of running around and doing all their things and not everyone wants to have their phone out and looking up the schedule and doing all this stuff. So we're going back to physical ones for that. You can get that at registration. That'll all be there. We're also going to have things up all over the place that actually have where things are happening and have things running to point stuff for people and a digital copy of the schedule that will be sent out closer to the event. So there will be access to it for everyone in multiple ways. So keep an, keep an eye out. And another new piece of programming that I want to bring up, um, a Littles Louvre, kind of like a showcase of art. Talk to me about that. Okay. So the, the, the folks working on the pageant came up with this idea and they were like, well, why don't we have, because ideally, eventually we get to a point where we can really have a full artist alley with all these great people in the community showing all the different, different work they do. And, and we decided, you know, we, we go for headspace, we go for setting the mood, we go for all this stuff. And they, they came up with this idea where why don't we have like actual art displays set up where people can walk through and have that like uh, art show experience inside of cap from the community that puts it together. And so that's really what it's going to be. It's going to be in the, in the town square. It's going to be set up. Uh, they've been figuring out all the details and they're going to display every, all the submissions that they picked. I don't know all of them myself, but I'm really excited to see it too. Actually, I used to be a big art show person when I was younger. So, and that's fun. huge for artists too, right? Like that is definitely a part of this community. Well, part of a lot of King communities, right? Having art, commissioning art, uh, having art commissioned, and I'm guessing the people that are going to submit their art will be there. And you could, if you really like the art, you could probably go find this artist and be like, hey, I really like your art. I, I would like oh, some absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's going to be very exciting. And it's just another one of those things that happens that gives you that, that different headspace. And, and it takes, you know, all those different ways to apply, you know, a different look at things in the middle of all the other stuff going on. So it's, it's fun. Right. Let's go into the town square. Of course, one of the big parts of Capcom is going out, meeting the businesses that you see online, buying the products that you love, but also you don't have to wait. The Capcom market is already open. Tell me why people should check out the Capcom market online right now and why they should probably, if they want to buy something now. Well, multiple reasons. One, A, our, our artists got to work very early on trying to get all the things we could set up. There's all sorts of really cute merchandise that I actually was super excited about because it got presented to me at the same time as the rest of the group. And I went, yep, nope, that's it. I'm done. I want it. And so there's all sorts of cute clothes and just items that are just Capcom specific. There's, you know, of course, which you can buy ahead of time, pick up at the hotel. Um, on top of that, there may or may not be a few other things that could be involved 
that I'm not going to go too far into that had to do with benefits of ordering early. So, huh. but I would check it out 100%. There's, for me personally, I saw this sweatshirt. I'm like, yep, nope, done. I needed it. It's a hoodie. It's like a kind of a mint green color. I, I'm super excited about it. Very fun. So. And, of, and of course, I know you can't mention every vendor that's going to be there, but would you rec for those planning on going, would you recommend maybe packing another another uh, duffel bag or something? Because there's and it's not just diapers. I want to make that clear for a lot of people, like from diapers to clothing to bottles. I mean, the vendors really bring out a variety of options. Yes. Oh, let me. So speaking of town square and all these other things. So if you were to take all that together, we have all these major vendors. We've had that. If you recall, there's that big hallway where all the vendors are laid out mm -hmm. um, and, you know, all your major vendors will be there and they have tons of everything. And like you said, not just diapers, we're talking clothes and toys and paddles and all sorts of other things that you can think of. But on top of that, town square itself is going to be filled with smaller vendors. We're going to have a variety of different things that they make. Um, all of them could be, you know, from crocheted things to authors with books to, you know, artists and their work. So there's a ton of things that you're going to see in all over the place at different parts during the con. So yeah, having an extra shopping bag isn't the worst idea. <laughs> Very fun. All right, let's transition to so you know, you've now got me so overly prepared for Capcom. <laughs> let's talk about okay, got my ticket. Still looking for a roommate, maybe still looking for a room. How should people navigate if they have a ticket, but they don't know, I'll call it their housing situation yet? How how should people approach that? Well, um, I know on FetLife, they usually open a bunch of threads for looking for roommates and things like that. And those still exist. We don't kind of monitor that so much. It's kind of community led. Um, but that's always been a resource. Um, if they're really looking out for it, they can always post something to that effect and look for other people. But I would be aware of who you're talking to cautious like you would meeting any new person and making sure that they legitimately have a ticket if you have any real concerns if you have a room if you're looking for a roommate you can always email us to double check anything if you need to if you're worried about something um but for the most part everybody's pretty honest and pretty good so i would just go that route um then of course if you can't get into the host hotel there are hotels surrounding it and everyone who has bought a ticket knows the location and the area. So, And tickets sold out, I would say extremely fast this year. What was your reaction to the ticket situation? Yeah. Yeah, they did. I, uh, every time, you know, you'd think it would stop surprising me at, at some point. It really doesn't. I'm like, Oh, okay. That happened. I was more surprised at how fast the room sold out. The room sold out so fast that it was, I couldn't process it. it. It took longer for my brain to understand what happened than the room selling out. But yes, I, it, what that tells me is that something is working and we're filling a need that some people have. And I want to continue to do that. That's what that does for me. It tells me we're doing something right and I want to keep making it better. That's, that's exciting. 
something so well that it t- sold out in seconds. I, literally seconds. <laughs> was there any reaction of like, oh no, I think we need a bigger boat? Has like has that been brought up because of how fast it sold out? I mean, it sold out seconds. <laughs> like it, yeah. It's it seemed like I hit refreshed and it was like sold out, and I was like, wait, it's still we're still at zero zero. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yep. No, and believe me, that has definitely been on on our minds on how to make that work, on how to what that could mean. And and we are very aware of what uh, growth. The answer is growth. And yes, we know that there is growing to be done in space. We don't know what that looks like yet, but it's definitely being worked on. It's being talked about with the people, with the giant babies up in the sky. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go into, you know, Capcom is just one of those events for, for a lot of ABDLs. This might be their f- first time at Capcom. This also might be their first time going to a, not just like a bar meetup, right? Like this might be their, their first actual ABDL event that they're going to. How should first timers prepare? If there was any advice for first timers, how would a how should how should a first timer to Capcom prepare? Well, so a couple of different things that I always recommend. One, if you haven't been to a munch or a little event, I always recommend going to one of those first. Look in your area. Unfortunately, not every area has them, so I understand. Um, I will forewarn you that it is not as scary as you think it is, but it may be overwhelming at first that is not uncommon because there's a lot going on so a when you're packing yes i know diaper packing is important but there's also a ton of them here so be wary of that you can always get them at the event um from pretty much everything you want um on top of that you're as mentioned previously there will probably be things that you buy So make sure you have space for that. And then as we were talking earlier, you don't need to bring every outfit you own. (laughs) (laughs) You, you can bring a handful of outfits that you'll like something like that. Nothing to go crazy. And I guarantee I can almost guarantee you that you will find things that you like and probably buy more outfits there. I fall victim to this every time. I'm like, I planned this whole thing out, but, but then there's this and I want this instead. And that's what happens, which, you know, I can't go wrong with. But on top of that, the the hardest thing with with the con is everyone wants to plan everything out and it's got to go exactly the way I wanted. And also, I just just come to the event and I cannot not recommend more to just go with the flow. Pick a couple of things you may want to see and try but you may be doing a million other things by then and you may just want to do something else. So don't limit yourself. And then finally, there's actually something brand new this year, which is an actual newcomer class. Wow. Tell me about that. Is there any, is there any more to tell about that? Or you're just like, no, yeah. Okay. So it's gonna, it's gonna be put on by the, the hospitality group and they're, gonna be able to talk a little bit about the history of the con what to expect at the con what kind of things you'll see how you might want to react to things in case you don't know how how to interact with people you know little stuff about being just you know overly social and and learning how to work with the crowds and learning how to navigate through the space 
So it's pretty exciting. And I and they've already asked me about some of the history stuff too. So that's kind of fun. Is that only offered on the first day or will that be offered across, across the time of the event? I know that they're doing it multiple times. I don't know if it's going to be on multiple days. I would have to check, double check the schedule. I would assume at least the first couple of days they will happen. Make sure to check the schedule. All right. So now the personal question for me. So this will be my second Capcom. And you, and you would think being the second, I'd be like, nah, I totally got this. I'm not overwhelmed at all. Correction. I'm now doubly overwhelmed because <laughs> now I'm like, well, I didn't do that last year. So I want to do that this year, but I did this last year and I really want to do it again. So now I just have that going on in my brain. Is there any advice for those that this might be their second or third and they're kind of figuring out like, well, well, you know, I had such a wonderful time the first time. How do I, how do I get that same wonderfulness again? Or, you know, maybe their reaction was, you know, I didn't really have that great of time last year, but I'm going to try for round two. How should those people um, be thinking about in preparing for this event? Well, there's a couple of different ways. One, I, I appreciate those who come in all excited and want to recreate the experience. And I'm sorry for those who may not have had the best of time, but hopefully we can do better. Um, starts with going at your own pace. That's the, the biggest thing because everybody winds up with this FOMO of, Oh, if I do this, I'm going to miss this and I am going to do it. And the truth of it is you've got to make the experience for yourself. You got to decide what you want to do, what's going to fulfill the need for you, and you got to find it. And that could be going to classes and enjoying things. It could be going to some of the fun events and watching things. It could be just going to the rooms and hanging out and playing or participating in game tournaments or, or doing what whatever it may be, because there's so many other things going on. The, the one thing is true. There's always something happening. So I, you will find if you stop trying to limit yourself to following in the tracks or making sure you don't miss the things unless it's something you really, really want to, then I would advise, you know, going to see it. Um, and just kind of be. That's the biggest thing about the con that I always wanted to express is that it's just the place to be exists and just not have to worry about anything else. Just whatever it is you are, just do do it. And without judgment or fear yeah you're you're totally right i love the phrase you used everyone is going to experience FOMO. it's just it's just the nature of the event i think that was the biggest thing i walked away with last year was that there is just there's just so much happening and there's so many people yeah. too you're I, like even even like i knew in the back of my head there was going to be a lot of people and then you show up and you're like no there's a ton of there's a ton of babies here <laughs> um there's just so much happening. It's it's sensory overload, but it's not bad sensory overload. It's just a lot of sensory overload. I don't think the way Barney and I described it in our in our post Capcom episode was that it's like Disneyland. If you tried to explain Disneyland to someone that's never been to Disneyland, you'd be like, "There's what happening when and and it's all at the same time." What? <laughs> right? Like it's just so much happening, and it's in a an environment that is is elevated it's not it's not real world it's an elevated world it's 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 a headspace world of imagination and so this idea of like what you said if you tried to plan out every second of every day while you're here 
you're going to experience FOMO because you didn't plan for everything that was also happening. But then on the same token, there's also so many people. So you have this, at least for me, this feeling of, well, I want to be with that friend group, but I also want to be with that friend group, but I also want to do my own thing, but I also want to do my own thing with other people doing their own thing, right? Like your brain just stretches so much. And the only advice I could personally give to this is you kind of just like what you said. Well, actually, I'm going to take what you said. You just kind of have to be. You just have to figure out like, what am I feeling in this moment? What and what do I want to experience in this moment? And then go try to experience it. And then if it's not what you thought you were going to experience, try something else because there's literally 300 other things happening. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Well, it's it's interesting because if you take so the the con director Kane, he always explains it this way that the con is this metaphysical thing. It's it's once it's inside the once you're inside the walls, that is the con. It is all of the things when you step foot through the door and it continues and it just goes and it it the con is a hundred percent what you make it to be. So you gotta find what what you want out of it. And there's and it could change. It could change through the con, could change through the minute. As if this is a whole mindfulness lesson, so welcome to that. <laughs> um but if you are present in the moment. That's the best thing I can recommend with that because let it carry you to where you want to be. Don't let it, don't, don't hold yourself back unless, you know, nerves and things which are ha- going to happen, but open up to the possibility and just kind of roll with it. And you might be surprised in where you end up and what you find. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I, there were, there was at least two days where I kind of just let the con take me. <laughs> And I was so <laughs> pleasantly surprised of where I ended up. So I, I love that piece of advice. Just let, you know, if if you're overwhelmed and, and your body can't make a decision, the, let the con take you. And, and it'll probably, it'll probably take you somewhere where you're like, wow, this is a really cool experience. Which is good. And, and then in case you do get too overwhelmed, we do have like calming rooms and stuff that you can go and hang out in and relax and take a nap. <laughs> oh, I love that. Alexi, anything else you want to add about Capcom to get people prepared for this year? No, I think for the most part, we covered a lot of the good things um, and and the basics. And I just think be ready for, well, is it be ready for some things that you didn't know existed, you didn't know could exist. And I hope you're excited. I sure am. Well, I'm very excited. If you do get overwhelmed, make sure to check out those calming areas. I found them super helpful. And also, if you need a friendly face, the Capcom staff is exceptional. They're always very helpful. Um, check them out if you have any questions or if you just need if you just need a moment or come find me. I'm short. If you can, if you can find me, I'm very short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're always welcome to come flag me down and say hi. And, and if you need something, I'll, I'll help the best I can. I know I'm usually running around the con, so it can be occasionally difficult, but I usually have a, a black badge. So something a little different than the rest of the badges. So you can tell that it's it's me. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm happy to talk and chat. And if there's, you know, I'm always happy to, to meet people and, and have a good good discussion. So. Awesome. Well, thank you, Alexi, for coming to Newsies Nook and getting us prepared for Capcom 2024. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
right, kiddos, before we go, I just want to bring in one more special guest. Little Barry will be performing his cabaret show again during this year's Capcom. We talked about his performance last year and what people can expect this year. Kiddos, I am soaking with excitement for Capcom this year. I can't wait to see all of you, snoof some of you, and just be Newsy Baby. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Barry. Well, thank you, Barry, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Great to be here. I'm a longtime listener. Ah, oh, thank you for listening. So you hosted a cabaret show last year. What is your cabaret show? What did you do last year? Um, like this year, I wrote a show that the concept last year was to do a show I called Special Meaning Songs. Throughout my life, performing around the world on cruise ships and in piano bars all over Europe and Scandinavia and elsewhere, I uh, I have done these songs that have a special meaning just because I'm an AB, but I've never had a chance to play them for other ABs who get the idea of it. So last year, it was more of me doing songs that had a special meaning in the context of an ABDL show or age play show. This year, my intention isn't to do that. I'm leaning a little more towards popular culture. There's stuff from from Wonka, there's a, there's a Beyonce song. There's, um, it's brutally funny. I've tested out this material on people with that, that I'm not going to cap because I didn't want to give anything away to my friends. Um, and uh, it's, it's much, much more just a total entertainment. And then there's a couple of pieces. There's one I took a, a poem that was written by A.A. A. Milne. That's the guy who invented Winnie the Pooh. Um, called Halfway Down the Stairs, and I decided to set it to music, and then I'm going to do like a quite impressive piano improvisation in the middle of it. Um, there's just lots of funny things. that uh, There's a little audience participation where I'm going to bring up some littles to do um, something called Sarah the Whale. Um, it'll, it'll be fun. And then the things that went over really, really big at both Capcom and uh, Indie Dream World I, I am going to retain, but I'm doing them different. Last year, I, I did the whole show live with the drum machine and and the piano that they provided for me. This year, I'll be I'll, I'll have the piano, but about half the show, a little more than, has like these really rich orchestrations. So you'll hear like a whole band and all manner of ridiculous sound effects coming up during it. And... Uh, you know, I uh, I don't want to give away anything that's brutally funny, but uh, I know that people will have a good time because the singing will be good. The piano playing will be stirring. Great. Um, it always is. That's my brand. And uh, and on top of it, it will be both emotional and it will be funny. So it is definitely worth your hour to check out that space and, you know, get a buzz on. There's a bar in the room. <laughs> I love it. So your event kind of sounds like it's a night out on the town at Capcom, right? Capcom has a variety of events. They have events for, for littles, middles, bigs, everyone in between. Who is your event geared towards? My event is geared towards people who are interested in making a very, very human connection with their age play from whatever aspect or age, little, big, whatever, to, uh, you know, connect with music, connect with theater, connect with comedy, all these all these kinds of things. 
So it's really for everything. I mean, if you want to sit in a chill room and you, you've taken a lot of something and all you want to do is look at green diodes, maybe I'm not for you. But for most everybody else, it, it, it's pretty, pretty solid. Right. And you're already an experienced entertainer, right? You're vocally trained. Uh, you did an oh, yeah. you hosted an open mic night last year. So they're in for a good show, I'm going to say, right? Oh, yes, sir. Originally, the idea of, of, of the room was that they it was a play, you dropped off your little at daycare and you came in and you went out and you saw a show and it was really intended for, you know, but it turns out that all those littles and middles, they're the people that like to have fun and they like to participate and they like to dance because that's all part of it. You know, what's important? I mean, I think that we all find a way to connect to our age play and our and our diapers through some other avenue. I think you you draw cartoons, you know, or fuzzy f furry, not fuzzy furry, furry artwork kind of thing. Uh, diaper pets and whatnot. So, I mean, my way of connecting is through what I do. It's through singing. It's about through really fully entertaining people, make them, you know, wear diapers, you're going to piss yourself laughing. Mm, wear diapers, you're going to piss yourself laughing. <laughs> I love it. So we don't know um, a date or time yet for this year, but last year, what was, uh, what was like your top favorite moment? From the entire cap or from my show? from your show. There's a gospel number that was the finale that I do, and I'm doing it this year, but it's gonna be so much more fun with a backing track with a gospel choir and, and organs and stuff. But it's called uh, Underpants of Love. And at the end of it, I it begins with me doing all kinds of, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, gospel riffs and, you know, and I told them before I started the song, if the spirit moves through you and you want to yell out, testify or yes, Lord, you do it. And people started doing it right off the bat. They thought that was hysterical and, you know, cocktails being served. So um, that was my favorite. And uh, at the end of it, I had everybody going like this in the room, like a gospel revivalist church. Uh -huh. And and they were all singing. I'm like, everybody sing. Underpants of love. Underpants of love. Diapers are the underpants of love. Woo! You know, uh -huh. so that was probably my favorite thing I did. And they loved it at Indie. And they're going to love it now because now it's bigger, better than ever. Definitely going to definitely gonna be there. All right. Well, thank you, Barry, for coming to News. You know, giving a little preview of your cabaret show. Play us out. Here we go. I'm only this many, and I don't always know what to say to, well, anyone. It's good to smile and speak kind of gently, cause you seem nice. I don't really know you, but in case you're wondering, you can play in my sandbox. We can share my shovel and pail. You can play in my sandbox, it's not really mine, so you can play here too. And as we go, I might make a friend in you. How do you know who the right people are to tell your secrets to? Sometimes I feel different. By any chance, have you ever felt different too? Maybe you're shy, but everything is better with friends. 
we'll pretend in my sandbox. Let's start by making a castle. I'd be a dragon. No, that's too scary. No bullying from little fairy. And as we go, I might make a friend in you. Open here in my sandbox, my prayer for a friend comes true. Maybe next time our sandbox can be the Pacific Ocean. Maybe our sandbox can be the world's biggest deep dish pizza. Or maybe it's quicksand and Nikki Haley and Donald Trump are sinking fast. But we can't help them because our hands are covered in pizza. Darn seas. But it's back to our sandbox. Here we are at our sandbox. You and I in our sandbox. At last.